Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamer Succeed podcast. Folks, if you know me, today is going to be a perfect example of why I call these epic sodes. I am so excited about our guest today, and I know if you don't know him yet, you are going to grow to love him by the time this episode is over. Edward Pereira is the Gratitude Professor and founder and CEO of the Gratitude Professor Foundation. That's an organization committed to spreading the message of the importance of the four elemental components of life. That is love, give, honor, and serve. He's making tremendous strides in spearheading the gratitude mission, and with no exaggeration, he is changing the world. In other words, our kind of people. And I could go on and on, uh, but let's get to it. Please help me welcome Edwards. Edward, I love you. Thank you so much. I love you too. I am so happy that you're here. I appreciate so much that you have made the time. I know that you're being pulled in a million different directions, but I am beyond excited that I'm getting to show you off to our audience today and um, and just can't wait to see what's going to happen. How's everything going? Yeah, everything's great, including the hair standing on my on my arms now from the brilliant, <laughs> the, the brilliant introduction. It just your energy is is uh, is contagious and that's the you know forget the forget the COVID thing I like your kind yeah. of <laughs> so uh yeah I, brilliant everything's going well uh my little six-year-old is, uh, is bouncing around awesome. and uh you know if there's if there's if there's a time when I always recognize God's reflection it's when he runs at me crotch high going papa papa yeah. bang <laughs> Right. Yes. So, I love it. But I, I have two older sons that, uh, that, uh, uh, are brilliant in their own, uh, in their own right. And I have mm-hmm. a lovely wife and everything's great. I love that. Now I've had the pleasure and, and the blessing of some great conversations already with you, Edward, and feel like I've known you my whole life. You know, we, from, uh, from that first time that we sp- spoke, it's like that, you know, how you hear that my brother from another mother, as they say. <laughs> um, but because I've had the benefit, I don't want to you know, steal the thunder from our listeners. Can you share just a little bit of your story so they can see where you're coming from? Oh, well, once upon a time. Let's see. <laughs> so uh, I'll give you just a, just snippets of, uh, of backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I grew up in, um, in a military family. My father served uh, 34 years in the, uh, in the Air Force and retired wow. in 1968 as the uh, chief master of the Air Force. And wow. I kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps, but I wanted to be a fighter pilot. Right. So one of, one of my dreams, you know, dream, your, your theme of, uh, of what was your dream? My dream as a kid was, uh, was to grow up to be a fire pilot. I had no idea what that meant. Right. I'm, I'm older than, than Top Gun, but I, I, I that's, that still jazzes me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so, but when you're a kid, what do you, what do you know? You have, you have everything you have, mm-hmm. you have the full universe of being able to dream at will. Right. No one, no one, no one tells you you can't Mm -hmm. until, until day by day and second by second and week by week, you hear this language in the, in in the typical that, uh, that you can't do something or are you crazy? What, what, what idea is that? Right. And poof, you know, now I'm 56 and I'm like, "Ah, what happened? What happened? So somewhere in the middle, I lost that, that I, I could, if I wanted to be an astronaut, I could be an astronaut. If I wanted to fire, fire, fight a, a fly a fighter pilot, I mean, fly a fly a wow, I haven't started drinking yet. So, uh, <laughs> haven't, 
that I wanted to be a fighter pilot, then I could. One of the things that is magical about what God has given me is that dream back. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but, but this gap of, you know, I don't know, six, 10 to 50, right. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened. Right. (laughs) But in in between somewhere, somewhere in between, and I, I, uh, I, I was a contractor for the federal government uh, doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then I became a, a full-fledged federal uh, guy doing mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then 32 years passed, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just the, it was just, you know how we, you know, one of the self-realization things is that, is, that, is that there's so many years where I just simply uh, reacted instead of, and most of my training was that, right? Right. If there was bad stuff happening, I was trained to react. But but then I've come to realize that uh, uh, if we only stopped and thought about it and responded instead of reacting, right? Mm-hmm. You'll get rid of, of a lot of hate. You know, people wouldn't be flipping each other off coming down the coming down the street. Mm-hmm. There would be so many things that would be intentional and of value to others if you weren't pushed into this. All right, I'm gonna poke you in the eye. Now, what are you gonna do? Right. Right. So, right. Absolutely. And I, and I think that that happens too, Edward, as, as life happens, as you said, and, and I love, we were talking right before we jumped on about that song by Kenny Chesney, Blink. And don't blink. And, it, don't blink. and it's almost like, like, yes, you, you know, we blink. And I, I was with a group of, of friends from middle school and we, you know, they came over to the house and I made dinner and, and we were just, you know, catching up and, and, and sharing stories. And it's almost like, you know, 35 years just just went by like that. Where did it go? Where? Where is it? Where did it go? But 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 I love what you just said and I think that that intentionality that we have not just you know that that it's the opposite of just reacting maybe even of responding but of really being intentional about what we do with our lives moving forward. Mm-hmm. And talk to me a little bit about about that and how that has shaped you as the the gratitude professor when you get so, to yeah so so it, it wasn't by accident but it was by surprise right when i finally started to realize and decided that <clears throat> you know, i went through this you know however many years decades and uh, and and um and really didn't have time to think about a family right mm-hmm. and uh it was only when my mom died then my dad died uh, I separated from the rest of my family that I went, well, hold on a second. It's just me. Now what? Right. And, and two questions, two questions I asked, you know, what, would I ever have a legacy? Right. And to and be more, more clear. I didn't, I didn't have a relationship with God until I was 49 years old and I'm 56. I can't do the math because I have my shoes on. Right. So, but it hasn't been that long, but it is only because I've been able to stop, stop myself from just passing through life to ask two very important questions. And it was always, it was always my desire to have a child and secretly a son, right? <laughs> so, so, uh, and, then, and then it's like, wait, wait a second, I buzzed through 40-ish years of my life and, and what, for, for, for what? I, mean, I didn't set any intention I mean, other than be nice to people and do cool stuff, and and I and I did all that, right? And uh, and uh, traveled and um, 
all kinds of cool stuff. But it wasn't it wasn't because I sat down and, and said, geez, I really would like to, and then fill in the blanks, right? But I got to the point in my life where uh, where I'm a type one diabetic and I had a really, really bad episode when I was flying back uh, to Florida from a mission in, uh, in DC. And, um, and it almost killed me. I thought it was having a massive heart attack. Wow. When I landed, I ended up in the hospital for six days in intensive care, uh, was out unconscious for three days. And it turned out that I had a really bad diabetic uh, keto acidosis attack. And when I came to the doctor goes, hey, nice to have you back. Didn't think you were coming back. So wow. that uh, and the prayer and thanksgiving that I offered up it said, I don't know who you are. I know that you love me. I don't know what that means, but hey, uh, can you and I be buddies, right? So um, I warned you, sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> sorry no. for the eruption. No, no. So, so I asked two questions, right? And, um, and it didn't take long for me to ponder about it, but could I, could I ever have a family, right? And, uh, and what does that, what does that mean? And, uh, I've been through a couple of relationships because of my travel schedule and the things that I did for a living that, uh, that made it, uh, to where, uh, again, passing by life and, uh, and, and not taking the opportunity to, um, understand what that means right. and, and how it applies to who am I? Right. So I asked the questions, could I ever have a could I ever, ever have a child of my own to carry on my legacy? And what am I doing here? Right. You say that I have a purpose. You say I have a unique purpose. What, what, what is it? So, you know, and then, and of course now instant gratification, I want to, okay, what, what is it? What is it? Can I, can I, can I have a family? What, what, what's going on? What am I supposed to do? So, uh, it, it, it was only when I learned to respond instead of react. It was a case of, oh, hey, uh, are you sure on that first request? Are you sure? Are you sure that that's what you want? Because I love you so much that I would give everything and do everything for you. Uh, that's kind of, not kind of, that's what I expect from you, right? If, if, yes. So if I were to bless you, what would it be? So you recognize there's now this conversation. It's not this ask it's all of a sudden, guess what? I have a relationship Beautiful. and I, and through my, yeah. through my growing and through my growing up years, the younger years, um, I was never told that I could have a direct one-to-one. -one. It was, it was that I had to go through some other means and some, mm -hmm. some other actualization and so on. So it was this daunting hill in front of me and mountain in front of me, like, Oh my gosh, I may, maybe am I, am I even worthy of that? Right. So, um, wouldn't you know, three months later, at 50 years old, my, my, I was blessed with a son. <laughs> and then, and, and then during that sort of parallel path, it was like, I, I really, I, I really want to be of value, but I don't know what that means. So then I stopped long enough to listen. And as a matter of fact, one of the first responses when I asked those two questions of the good man upstairs, uh, he said, well, you know, not only do you, is that what you really want? Or, uh, you know, you, you're, you're a real talker, 
which you'll gather through this and you and I have spent some time together, you ask a lot of questions. Would you be willing to listen? And, uh, and that will provide the answer. So poof, my, my son, Grayson, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I have two older boys that mm -hmm. are brilliant, uh, that are uh, 15 and 17 now that are, that are doing their own thing and making their own way in, in life. Nice. And hopefully I'm providing the tools for, the six, for success. But then getting back to the second part, um, uh, when I stopped to listen, the instruction was uh, teach people to be like me. Now, wow. pressure on the question is who am I? What, why am I here? What, what, am, what, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. That all I got, no explanation. Teach people to be like me. So as I was beginning this new relationship and understanding the story of, of God and the universe and all of those things, right? Um, even as, a, as an old young guy at heart, right? Mm -hmm. Remember 49 right. years old, right? right. I, I asked those questions and, and still, I'm still very inquisitive as you, as you know, mm -hmm. um, but I stopped long enough to understand. And I'm like, well, what, 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 teach people, with, what does that mean? Right? And then he was testing me, right? To, okay, you're asking questions again. I asked you to listen, right? <laughs> so I just prayed on it and talked to my wife about it. And, and you know, what, what does it mean? What does it mean? She's like, well, well hold on. It'll, it'll come. It'll come. Look, a baby. It came. You yeah. asked the question, <laughs> right? Yeah. You had a part in making it, but you didn't do it all, by the way. Right, right. Right? <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and, and, and then slowly but surely, you know, I woke up, it wasn't too long. I woke up with gratitude professor. I'm like, huh, I wonder what that means. Well, out of a little eyedropper, God was, God was dropping little pieces of the puzzle all around and it began to take shape. It began to take shape in that teaching people how to be like me and manifesting that into, uh, into showing people gratitude and what that means, particularly, I mean, rewind the last year, right? Everybody, right, right. Everybody's behind the camera and, no, and nobody's out of their jammies if they're even wearing pants at all, right? right? right. There's, no, there's no way to, 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 to go show gratitude, but really there is. And people go, well, what does that mean to me? How, does that, how can I make a difference, yeah. right? So obviously from a storytelling perspective, it, it, it has grown uh, and it's, it's no credit to me, right? I'm just the vessel. I, I'm just, okay, teach people. All right, now I kind of know what you mean. Teach people to be like me. Go be the example of what I made you to be, mm -hmm. right? And and you know my you know the the foundation of the four words of foundation of, yes. of all it is that we do. It's love, give, honor, and serve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's that's just the recipe for gratitude and kindness and appreciation. As a matter of fact, when I talk gratitude, I'm talking about this whole new universe that I'm redesigning the word, you know, look up gratitude in the, in the, in the dictionary and see mm -hmm. grateful things and you, the flowers and all that. And I'm not making fun of that, but I'm saying that there's a whole universe that you can live in your life. And guess what? When you begin to live as a giver mm -hmm. instead of a taker, which is by the way, the, what the machine, you'll hear me always refer to it as the machine. I worked in it for so long. Right. It teaches you how to, how to take and uh, follow and not even follow real leaders. It's those that they pose to you as leaders, right? right. All, all with a desired outcome, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's this great big test, right? Yep. But when you begin to live with your own intention of being a quality human being, whatever that means to you, mm -hmm. of give, honor, serve, then, then, then you have broken the code. 
And guess what? When you do that, wait till you feel the magic because you think, and everybody thinks, well, if I give something, well, the person that I'm going to give to, I'm, I'm going to pound my chest because I, because I was a nice guy and gave something. Mm-hmm. And, and that person's going to get it all. Mm-mm. Do it just once. Yeah. Truly give without the expectation of return that you're going to get anything. And guess what? It will open to the universe yeah. and you will get indescribable return. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. And I, and I love the way that you put it, Edward, because I think uh, part of it is, is sometimes we're just not listening, right? We're not pausing long enough to listen. And we get into asking mode and asking mode. And we, we're, we're, we've become a society of, of immediate gratification. And if we don't see it right now, we're going to move on to the next thing. There's just not, there's just not enough um, foundation or, or, What's the word I'm looking for? There's not enough commitment to the desire to stick to it long enough to get it. Would you say? Right. right. Well, I mean, it's a, what what is what what's um, and I, I'll goof up the uh, the the quote, but Einstein said, "Listen, I, I'm. It's not that I'm smarter than everybody else. It's just I stick with the problem longer." That's yeah. it. That's a great way a great way of putting it. And it, and it really is. Then you made a commitment to to you know build this relationship and you became uh, sort of a, a, a servant to use me, right? Use me how you will. And, and then took it a step further of actually listening to what, what the, what the, what he was going to use you for. And I right. love how you landed on those four elemental, you know, competencies of love, give honor and serve, because I know that it's not, gratitude is not something you're doing. Gratitude is not something that you, gratitude is just something that you are, Edward. And as we've gotten to know each other, it's just part of who you are. Love, give, honor, and serve is just part of your DNA. Well, and I, and I appreciate that feedback. And, I, and I've kind of, you know, it's, it, I, I, I like to keep things super simple, particularly, mm-hmm. particularly if I'm asked to be the vessel and asked to be the messenger mm-hmm. to go teach. You know, my, 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 and, talk to my wife, right? When she asked me a question, my first response is I'm going to build the watch. If she asked me what time it is, I'm going to tell you how many gears are in the, in, in the, right. the watch. Right? <laughs> so, so I, I, I recognize that as, you know, trying to make it a superpower into, uh, into how can I explain and make my point and share what I have to share in the smallest of ways right in the in the in the most summarized and that's you know what 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 keeps me on target is is those four words right i can i can i can talk for hours and weeks and months and and i do uh about about what all that means right mm-hmm. but to, to to make it concise four words yeah i love four, it four, four yeah. words and they're all four letter oh, yeah. oh, no, i was gonna say they're yeah. all four words but yeah. close but, but, I, but I know what you're saying. It's, it's that the, the simplification of something that can be so uh, of such magnitude and we simplified. And I, I shared this story the other day with someone, uh, my granddaughter, and she was eight. It was right before, right before her ninth. How do you have a granddaughter at 35? Oh, right. I know. I started very, very young. Right. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, 35 <laughs> is good because I'm actually 53. So it's just the inverted, the inverted version of that. But um, so my granddaughter goes to my daughter and she says, um, Mama, where do, where do babies come from? 
And then my granddaughter, my daughter was getting into the shower and she said, listen, we'll talk as soon as I get out of the shower, whatever. And she's, you know, desperate. So she goes to my daughter's boyfriend and she says, hey, um, can you tell me where, where babies come from? And he's like, listen, this is really a conversation you need to have with your mom. And, and this is just how it is. So she comes downstairs and she goes to my husband, okay? Cuban, uh, typical Cuban machita. And she's, she's like, Papa, <laughs> you know, where do babies come from? And he starts freaking out. Chloe, why are you asking me this? You gotta talk to your mother. And why, I mean, it was like, he was demonizing this, this poor little question. So she comes to me and I was, I was uh, on a, with a client on the phone and I hung up and, and she comes to me and she goes, Mima, where do babies come from? And I said, Mama, where do you think babies come from? And she goes, I think they come from a vagina. And I said, you are absolutely right. All she wanted, they're worried about how they're going to start with the birds and the bees and the sperm and the egg. And, and all she wanted was to hear something <laughs> the word vagina. And we, we tend to, that's why I love the concept because we tend to, to yes, we can elaborate and, and get into really, really deep. And I know you and I have gotten into really deep, wonderful, really? Uh, powerful conversations, but, but it, it really is that simple. You know, God doesn't complicate things for us. No, we can't, we complicate things. Exactly. exactly. I'm the first one to say, <laughs> I make them as hard as they can possibly be. <laughs> but I'm learning. Uh, look, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and in sharing that message, you know, so yeah. people ask me, you know, uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard the question of late, uh, but what, what, where did you come up with this or why? What, where, where did it come from? I'm like, well, well first of all, I'm being taught as the student that is, it's a mechanism for me to become a better person. Yeah. And through me becoming a better person, I can share with others how to just slow time down enough, stop the negatives, stop the world from spinning long enough to, to, for them to realize that they are known, they're heard, they're loved, they matter, and that we are a human network that the world has tried to pull those threads enough to get us to snap. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. and, and we're really, it's about, and, and everything I do is about trying to put that back together. Yes. You, know, uh, you, you brilliantly introduced me to people that, that are of the same mindset mm -hmm. and of the same heart set, right? That, that when you look through the lenses of the machine, as I said before, right? Mm -hmm. You, you, it, you, you look at images and, and sound bites that have been edited to the point where it tells a story that they want you to hear. And what I mean by that is that the world is a really bad place, mm -hmm. right? right. If, if you, you know, uh, who, who said Jim Rohn uh, said, I think it was him, maybe I'm misquoting. If you believe you're good and you, uh, or you don't believe you're good, something to that, to the issue, then, then guess what? You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you, but, but, you know, hopefully the, the gratitude universe that, the, that we are, and I don't do it single-handedly, mm -hmm. uh, God has put so many great people in my life to, to, to see and help and evangelize. And from a disciple perspective, it's like everybody is going, wow, this is actually changing my life. Yes. And, yes. and impacting things in a very positive, you know, the, the old, uh, you know, glass, glass half full, glass right. half yeah, right. I'm just trying to have something in my glass, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not counting the ounces. <laughs> uh, what, what is it? But what is it that I can do to serve others, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
And I, and I love that you said that, Edward. And I know that, that so much of the work that you're doing with honoring our heroes is, is, is a big part of, of the gratitude professor world. Uh, so I, I want to just go there for, for a moment because you and I share a love for our men and women in uniform and our heroes and our frontliners and, and just the people that, that it's almost impossible for us you know, to show our gratitude and, and to express our gratitude in a way that, that they can understand what we feel inside. And I know it's impossible for you to pick one story because I've watched, and, and guys, you have to, and, and we'll share your call letters, you know, a little, a little, you know, when we get to the end of the episode, Edward, because I do want people to have a place to find you. But my encouragement would be to follow the Gratitude Professor and look at these videos and look at all the work that they're doing because I I still, I don't care if I've watched the same video 20 times, I'm still crying and goosebumpy and super moved by the work that you're doing. So I know it's impossible to pick one story, but but what would you say maybe as a collective has been um, one of the greatest rewards in, in working with and, and honoring our heroes, would you say? So we and I, we we can you know we we have um we have a lot of programs right yeah. uh, that are, that are very focused uh, on you know just a, a little snippet about the about the first responders right we have right. Operation Protect and Serve, mm -hmm. uh, but I want to skip back to uh, one of our first programs. As a matter of fact, our first program called Operation Veterans Age. Mm -hmm. So this was about a year and a half ago, where a friend of mine called me and I said I said hey what are you doing he goes. I got to go. I, I, I'm going to go visit um, a friend of mine that is now for cancer four times. Oh. Is now on his fourth, and uh, and he's getting older. Sergeant major in the uh, uh, retired in the in the Marines, and um, I want to go love him. I'm like, well, hey, you and I haven't caught up in a while. Let me let me talk to you about what we're doing, and I would love to be able to go over there organize something. When are we doing this? He goes, all right, next Wednesday. So less than a, less than a week away. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I said, here's what I'd like to do. So, and, and if you don't, don't mind a little show until I hadn't planned on this, but it'll, it'll add, uh, it'll add uh, realization to it. So uh, this happens to be the Protect and Serve um, uh, medal, which is part of our Protect and Serve package. So imagine this same design, but Operation Veterans Angel. And I said, um, I said, "Hey, David, I would. How would you? How would you like it if we went and hung a medal around his neck and told him that we loved him, right? Wow. And uh, in the in the VA hospital right here in uh, uh, James Haley in uh, in Tampa, mm -hmm. and uh, he's like, you would do that with me? I said, yeah, that's who I am, right? Wow. So let's go love on him, right? Um, Sergeant Major uh, Candy uh, uh, Candelario is, uh, and he went by the Candy Man, right?" Uh, brilliant, brilliant career. Forty plus years as a, as a as Marine. The Sergeant Major, the number one wow. enlisted dude in the in the Marine Corps, and it, the guy was brilliant, right? So we 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 walked in, and actually we had organized. Uh, so Dave David called uh, called uh, uh, Cannon's uh, family, and uh, they came down from New York and said, "Hey, this is what we're going to do." And it went in, and I said, "Hey, listen, I don't want to make a big deal in the, in the hospital, VA, and disrupt a whole bunch of stuff." And uh, so I went to the administrator and I said, hey, uh, hey we're going to go do a little ceremony. Um, uh, we just don't, I don't want to disrupt anything. This is your house. I want to ask permission. And they're like, uh, can you bring the media team up here? I'm like, uh, sure, sure. 
So hey, no, nothing to it. We went in, uh, marched in, and uh, surprised him. His family came in. Everybody, of course, everybody's tears, and I'm a teary yeah. guy. You hear me talking earlier. I'm, I'm emotional about it. Yeah. And every single one of these things that I get to be a part of, I, I just, it's, it's pure love, right? <laughs> so, so we go in and uh, uh, we we present uh, we, we present a medal, right? Big, cool, really cool Olympic, yeah. like like you just won an Olympic gold medal. This right. is cool, right? Yeah. Um, and and you are individually honored so one of the one of the secret um uh, uh the, well, the magics of, about about the gratitude professor is i thought okay well there's forty five thousand uh companies or nonprofits that that are somehow involved with first responders or law enforcement or uh, veterans and i just didn't want to be another one right uh in the in the in, in the idea of uh, showing people gratitude. I could go talk about it and we could do finger puppets all day long, right. but it doesn't, it doesn't bring the heart out. So right. one of the, one of the superpowers that we created was the ability to tangibly show, right? When you, when, if you've ever passed by somebody in uniform, you put your hand over your heart and say, thank you. Right. Yes. It's yes. almost, I don't want to diminish it, but it's almost become cliche because then the, then the service member goes, oh, well, thank you for your service, right? And I don't mean to diminish that. Don't stop doing it. Do it, do it more. But right. we, we have found and created an opportunity and been given the blessing to be able to uh, tangibly affect somebody by recognizing them in personal life. And I said it earlier, that you're loved, uh, that you matter, that you're a hero, right? Um, and so anyhow, we, uh, we, we, uh, we went in and everybody came around and, or, and we organized something and he sat in his bed. And uh, it was just, everybody just completely overcome by emotion because of the words, I love you and yeah. that you matter, right? Yeah. So fast forward a week. Sergeant, uh, Major, uh, uh, Sergeant Major Candelaria died. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, yeah. I went to his viewing. <clears throat> And went to his funeral, which I flew from Tampa up to. He's, uh, he had the honor of, uh, of being buried in, uh, in uh, Arlington National Cemetery. <clears throat> but when I went to his viewing, yeah, he had, I mean, the guy was, had every medal. I mean, I guess it's it, uh, stunning that he could actually walk, right? Because he, had, he was so, so decorated as a military hero. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> his wife said, and when I, when I walked up to, to, to his casket, he had, he had the plaque. He had the medal hanging right above him. <gasps> wow. And um, his wife, uh, Laurel, came to me and said, <clears throat> you know, he said to me after you guys left how powerful it was and that, that this was the most <sighs> impactful honor that he had received in his entire career. Oh, my gosh. He was buried with it in uniform around his neck. So you talk about the, the, the impact of a small investment in another human being to share with them that they are, right? What, what, does everybody, what does everybody want at the core? They want to love and be loved, yeah. right? They, they can't beg for love. So, so many people beg for love and never get it, right? And then, and then in our case, you know, I, I recognize, geez, how, how, how do you show love? Is there a way to teach people how to show love? A hug, a medal, there's no magic to it, but people, people, people 
like a process and a system. If you go, hey, go, go be nice to somebody, and people, what, what does that mean? What do you, what do you want me to do, right? Ways that we, that, that we show through the manifestation and the tangible nature of who we are and what we do, get people off the couch, get involved, make a difference, invest in, in someone. And when, as I, we talked about off, uh, off camera, uh, the fact that, that, uh, that uh, you know, most people think, well, if I give, if I give something away, I'm going to beat my chest because it's mm -hmm. I did something really cool. And the receiver is going to receive all of that benefit. Until you do something like this in a story, not even as as uh, as as dramatic or elaborate and very very heartwarming story that I shared with you, mm. uh, but when you when you become a giver, a true giver of heart without the expectation of return, mm. only then does your light bulb go off and you see the magic and you go, what? Yeah, I got I got more out of that than the guy that I or the the person that I gave it to or Always. did something for, yeah. right? So, yeah. So teary eyed and all. Yeah. That's that's my story, and, yeah. and that's that's one of the most touching, uh, touching episodes. And and quite frankly, they they all, all are that way. Yeah. When we show people how to, they go, holy smokes. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes Edward, it's it's the simplicity, and that just that invitation. I mean, I I volunteer avidly, and I and I bring people that I work with to volunteer, many of them have never volunteered. They're my age and they've never volunteered just because nobody's ever made the invitation. And then right. when you go and volunteer and I say, listen, I'm, I, I could be the most selfish person in the world because I know that I'm going to walk out of that opportunity feeling more blessed than anything that I could have ever put out. I mean, it's just, it just, and I call it the giver's gift, but I, but I feel that, that, people are not receiving that invitation. And if we can make that invitation, just like what you said, it's just give them, give them a way to do it. Let them go experience it. And once they do, that's it. It's, it, it changes them forever. Well, you talked about the video library and the, uh, of, of these, of these uh, little honors that, that mm -hmm. we do and we encourage other people to do and share, right? Yeah. Uh, is that it, the, if something magical happens, is that people, you go, uh, hey, you know, take your volunteer example. Right. People always go, oh, geez, I really like to volunteer, but I don't know how. Yeah. Right. I don't, what, what am I going to, what, well, how, what, how, right. Yeah. So it's the same, same thing here. I want to make a difference, but I'm just one person yeah. and I don't know how. So the magic is really not magic. It's just going, Hey, look, here's some things you can do. Yes. And, and then this whole library, excuse me, we're building and others are building to, to share their experiences. It takes all the mystery, the mystery away. It takes all the scary away. They're like, oh, I don't want to, mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be on camera because we ask people, hey, listen, invest in the mission. We'll customize one of these hero packages back to you. Go love on somebody. Take pictures and videos. Share it. Share our hashtags on your social media, encouraging people to go be kind, right, and go do cool stuff. And then we'll circulate it. And then we've got fifty thousand people every time we do it to go. Oh my gosh. And every time somebody sees that, it gets easier and easier and easier because people are like, well, that wasn't hard. Yeah. I can do absolutely. that. And if you can imagine that you can do it, you can do it. That's yeah. That's your fearful hurdle that you've that's just reached. Exactly. Exactly. Right? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I think that's what it is. I think it's, it's just really the fear of the unknown. It's not, it's right. not that anything is, is overly, 
uh, scary, uh, as you as you mentioned. It's just it's just that we've never done it, and it's right. like with everything else. And and one of my questions to you, even when you mentioned that um, Edward was going to be, you know, what's the biggest fear that you've ever overcome? So this is going to be a surprising answer. I grew up as, um, and it's, uh, I'll take you down a short road, but long story short road. So my parents, I was the only child of, of my parents. My father was married before, unfortunately lost his wife um, to cancer, but was blessed uh, to have three children, two, uh, two boys and a girl who have, I have uh, brothers and sister, uh, older. Um, my mom was married before, uh, had a sister, right? Um, she since passed as, as my mother. And I was always the little guy, right? Mm -hmm. Running around, asking questions, tugging on my tenure and my next, next oldest brother, Charlie, uh, 10 years older. Um, I made up a nickname. I, I said, uh, Hey buddy. And he's like, well, why do you call me buddy? I said, cause you're my buddy. That's why. Right. So always looking up to, to somebody for the answer <clears throat> when really what was, what was fighting, what I was fighting inside was, um, I didn't feel like anybody was listening, right? I, I did, every time I would start a sentence, it was like I was being told that I was interrupting and that nobody really wanted to hear it anyway. And so I, so subconsciously, I grew up with this, am I, am I of value? Uh, am I being um, heard and does anybody really care, right? Um, and, and so it was, um, uh, it was sort of this, self-manifestation of having to prove myself, right? Go jump out of planes, go get, go choose a career to get shot at because it drew attention because maybe if there was attention, maybe I would matter, right? But going back to the, to the opportunity and the blessing that I received, really, if you look at it, I'm 56. So maybe I'm really only seven years old, right? Mm -hmm. When I gained a relationship with, uh, with God and the first thing he told me was you matter. I made you, you're going to change the world. Beautiful. Fear Beautiful. conquered. That's it. I love it. I love it. And, and, and I can, and I totally see it, um, Edward and I, and I love that you have stepped up to the plate with the calling. And, and I know he's using you and will continue to use you in ways that, and you really are changing the world. Even the story that you shared um, with, with the impact that that one gesture had on the entire family and, and for it to have been so significant for him that, that he wanted to take that honor with him, you know, to the grave and, and just, just beautiful, 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 beautiful. So Edward, let me ask you a question. If someone asks you, um, what's your holy shit factor? <laughs> you know, that, that holy shit, Edward, I, I got to connect you with people. I got to, uh, what would you say it is? And I know it's almost impossible because you have so many, so many things, even in your modesty, because I know you and I can say that. Um, but I know that you're, you're, you're a humble guy. I want you to remove that from the table for just a second and try to answer with, um, well, get a couple of bourbons in me and you'll see, maybe yeah. I'm humble all the time, right? yeah. <laughs> so, but, 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 I, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to make a twist here. So, so I, th I think I, 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 I think 
the holy shit factor would be manifesting a message from God and putting it into action. And when people from from day one they went, you're on to something. You're gonna make I don't know what it is, but you're gonna be big and you're gonna change the world and you're gonna make a difference. So the holy shit factor is is two, two ways. A mirror. I'm like, wow, this really doesn't belong to me. But I get to share the message. So here's the twist. So you just so so in the couple times that we've uh, that we've had great conversations together. What would you say my holy shit factor is? You know what it is that you you get it. Your holy shit factor is that is that you get it. And you're willing to run with it. And it's just not about Edward. Uh, every day I'm learning, it's it's um, more and more, it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. But if, um, and you'll know what this means, but your audience may not unless you draw it out of me, uh, uh, that, that if, if you put on my tombstone, he gave a shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that, that would be good enough. I love it. I love it, Edward. And I and I know that and I, I know your heart and and I have been blessed um, by by our friendship every day and 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 pray that that will continue and know that that will continue with because God has blessed us. So so I'm I'm grateful to you for being here. Actually, we need to record another episode just on the give a shit. And I, 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 I want you to promise me on the air that you will come back uh, because I know, Edward, that, that you're just a tremendous blessing and, and everyone that I've, uh, you know, had the honor of connecting you with comes back and they're like, seriously, man, this Edward, you know him. How do you know this guy? This guy's amazing. I, I've just heard great things already. And I, you know, I was going to say, I'm going I'm to say I didn't expect, I knew it was going to happen. I'm not surprised by their reaction. Uh, but I'm I'm really pleased with the with the reaction. So I, I thank you, you for you are you are the catalyst of, of love and, and 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 first of all I, I promise I will I will come on your show as many times as you'd like until you go come on get rid of this guy <laughs> who is this guy right and, and, and I, I can honestly say uh, and not just this is not just for the camera this is just you and me yeah. uh, well, I'm not talking to your audience right now right right. right. I cannot live without your energy. Thank you, Edward. Same here. Right. So well, this, is, this is what happens when, when uh, and, and then I see it, not because I knew it, but I mean, I was told this, to, you know, God told me this was going to happen. And just, just teach people to be like me. Again, I, I shared it with you. What does that mean? Right? Well, go be, go, go be good. Go, go do things, but don't think about it. And don't try, like Yoda says, there is no try. There's do and do yeah, not. Yeah. Be a doer. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, I love it. I love it. Edward, you're amazing. You're amazing. This is so much fun. Thank you. I'm honored to be on your show. I am so excited. So, Edward, how can our audience find you? What's the best way to get a hold of you, connect with you, um, reach out so to my, you? So my personal cell phone is, no, kidding. Uh, <laughs> So if you would, if you would do me the honor and follow us, right, you can find us on almost every media channel, 
right? The, we're focused on uh, Facebook and Instagram as far as sharing because it's easy to when when people share these ceremonies and these uh, these these um, uh, gestures of kindness and gratitude that that's the easiest venue. We do a lot of Facebook lives, uh, but if you would, uh, there's a ton of information uh, on our website, which is www.gratitudeprofessor.org, right? And uh, that's any of the social media platforms. I forgot to mention that, that it's just Gratitude Professor or Gratitude Professor Foundation. You'll see that there's uh, Gratitude Professor will come up a picture of me because we do have a for-profit side and a non-profit side. Mm -hmm. But the uh, but the not my heart is in the non-profit, which then uh, propagates the message. And, and if people then want to have me come speak, uh, then that's through the for-profit entity. Excellent. So. But everything we do in the in the in the foundation uh, side, uh, everything past cost is is it's all volunteer, uh, all volunteer organization. Uh, we cover costs and and we pay forward the rest. So which I would if, if could I have just a, one one minute more? Yes. So so the idea is when someone and you'll see this on the website when someone supports the mission, um, they make a donation, which is a which a, is a, um, a tax deductible donation. And then it gets them this hero package and they could do, and there's lots of, lots of programs that we have, but then any of the money that, that is, that, that comes from those, they're put in, into each plan has, each program has an individual fund. So if you are, if your affinity is to love on a veteran or the affinity, as I've briefly talked about, is to love on a first responder, including doctors and nurses. Uh, we, we just did a really, really cool production. I, uh, you, you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, uh, then all that money goes into a fund and then we uh, take applications and nominations for grants and we go give that money to the people that really need it, right? It doesn't have to go through 16 hands. It doesn't have right. to go through a whole, a whole, a whole vetting. I mean, it does, we, we're very arduous uh, in, in, in going through a, a vetting process, mm -hmm. but, but it's, it's, approved by our board and it goes right to the people that need it i love it i love it and so, it's direct not a lot of red tape but it's not a lot and, of red and, tape. and you really are guys i'm not even kidding if you follow them look at look at because the proof is there everything is there the reaction of the people that you're seeing the the reaction that it's gonna it's gonna bring out of you it's gonna inspire you to get involved if you're not already it's gonna inspire you to do more you're gonna you're gonna like you watch the video and you're just you're just hungry for what can I do? Okay, how do I get involved? What do I do? So I really encourage you to follow uh, Edward and I, I can't uh, disconnect without giving a huge shout out to James the Amazing uh, for making this mutual introduction. James is, is someone that I love and admire and he's been a tremendous blessing in my life and I will be forever grateful to him for making this introduction. Um, Edward, my friend, I love you. I, I, I pray that God continues to bless every step of everything that you are doing because you really are changing the world and and i am humbled and blessed that i get to play in the same sandbox as you <laughs> well, and, and, and the feeling is equal times and i love you yes. uh we we together uh are better than one yes. right and uh, and the more we can we can attract it as, as you do with uh, with your millions of followers that uh, that in the messages that 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 you inspire people with through your guests and through your own um, manifestation is is just absolutely brilliant. Uh, the blessing is mine, uh, but a big shout out to BP. Uh, That's he, right. That's right. Forever, forever grateful. And I uh, I am at your service. Whatever it is that you need, this is this is for you and your viewing audience. Yes. Please let me know how I can serve you. 
wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Edward. Okay, folks, you heard it here. Now go out there and do good and be great and go play outside. Thanks again, Edward. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you.